0: forgot that on a monday morning they cut they cut the range so, oh right so they only just <laughs> opened oh, it
1: have you ever dreamed of living on a paradise island that's exactly what yvonne campbell is doing for a whole year otherworld travel presents life in barbados a year on a paradise island.
2: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. When I spoke to you last week, we had some tropical waves, but a few days later, we had a tropical storm, so Storm Elsa, and that actually turned into Hurricane Elsa for a few hours, moved over Barbados. Barbados is not known to be on the hurricane belt, so I was surprised at how prepared they were. They opened various shelters. Closed things early so people could lock up their properties and there were a lot of public service announcements with advice for people. It was pretty powerful to watch. The power and water went out, there were quite a few homes that collapsed, more than a few houses that lost the roofs, massive trees uprooted, flooding in some areas and a lot of power lines that had fallen over. Nearly a week later about 90% of power has been restored but unfortunately some areas are still waiting. It was only a Category 1 hurricane, so it could have been much, much worse. Following a significant cleanup operation, my plans for this week's episode went ahead, which I'm very pleased about. The last time I tried to do this episode, the ash cloud moved in, which knocked my plans on their head.
1: Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island.
2: So this week, I went for a golf lesson with Sean Eady, the only Bayesian pro golfer on the island, accredited from the British PGA.
0: Today, my goal with you is to probably get you with a nine iron in your hand, get you to teach you the grip, the posture, yeah. and hopefully get you to swing away and hit the ball flying in the air somewhere.
2: We started out with an introduction to my golf bag, the clubs you would typically find in it, and what we would be doing today. I was slightly concerned that I would ruin the perfectly manicured grass on the stunning Royal Westmoreland Golf Range do chunks of grass often come up when people try to do it for the first time yes um, di- <laughs> will I get told off
0: <laughs> no the chunks of grass are called divots and it is not a problem if you do it correctly
2: okay right
0: um, if I hit a ball for you you'll definitely see some grass flying if I'm hitting an iron yeah or a wedge
2: next up was the stance and technique Sean took time to show me some of the key elements without overcomplicating it get
0: yeah, those are actually those are pretty good considering that uh,
3: <laughs>
0: we're still early in the morning so any questions about what I just did
2: I don't think so no that looks that looks very hard he hit a few balls first which went pretty far and I wasn't quite sure I would have enough power to hit those kind of shots separate your feet separate yeah so left
0: first then right shoulder width apart just like that. Yeah. Perfect. Slight cracking your knees. Yeah. And then you're going to tilt from the waist, pushing the bum out, keeping your back flat. There you go. That's hot dog. That's the bun. It covers there. Both thumbs going down the grip.
2: Wow. Okay. Right.
0: Feels different? It does. It is, it's is it? a bit strange. A bit strange. Yeah. <laughs> put, okay. the club, put the club back on the ground now.
2: But he told me it was all about the technique and not brute force. That's- the good thing was that he was videoing my swing so that he could show me exactly where I could improve. I was struggling with turning my right leg when I was following through with the shot, so he gave me some tips on that.
0: Right. So right, at the moment, your right foot is like a root, a tree root. You've, Got you're, you're still rooted. I want you to get on the follow-through, commit to turning your body through, facing the target, right toe into the ground.
2: Beautiful. Got you. Okay. Before I knew it in the half-hour lesson, I had hit every single ball, albeit not very well, but I even managed about 90 yards with a nine iron. Yeah. Okay.
1: Right. A bit more.
0: Like that. Oh! Like that. Wow! How good is that? The <laughs> <Good> dancing. <laughs>
2: Excellent.
1: Life in Barbados. I would say it was a pretty
2: successful lesson. Not a single chunk of grass was missing by the end. I think I'll be trying it again. However, getting the ball to go where I wanted to and into a hole is a whole other kettle of fish. After the lesson, I caught up with Sean to tell me more about Tim and Barbados as a golf destination. Am I right in thinking you're the only Barbadian?
0: I'm the only Barbadian qualified by the British PGA, yes.
2: Oh wow, God, yeah. that's big, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's yeah big. it's big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. I'm sure your
2: dad must be really proud as well. Yeah. <laughs> my dad
0: and one of my coaches when I from the age of twelve. When I was here, when I became a member at Royal Westmoreland, my coach here, Greg Schofield, who is now the CEO, he's who actually offered me the job when I finished college.
2: No way from that age. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, So So what about here in Barbados? Why should people come here on a golfing holiday? What's it got to offer?
0: Fantastic golf. When you talk about Royal Westmoreland, Sandy Lane, Ape still coming back on stream, you're talking quality golf, phenomenal weather, and... Pretty damn good service, to be honest. Right, so you're talking West Swan has a high level of service. Stanley has an extremely high level of service, and I'm sure that when it still comes on board, their level of service will be just as just as good as these two golf courses. And I bring clients here from um, New York, Miami, and they play all over the world. They give Barbados top top rating when it comes to these golf courses.
2: See what we say about like high levels of service. What does that mean in golf terms?
0: Luxury. Right. Luxury. You can look around. You have amazing villas. You have beautiful pristine... Well kept golf courses. Nothing golfers love and a golf course as well, it is in great condition, great greens, and then they can actually stay on the resort and play golf for the entire week or however long you want to come for. It makes sense. It it, it is actually it's an underlooked golf destination at the moment. I would say that it is. Barbados is pretty expensive. Right. But if you're talking about the top one percent and they're willing to pay for it, they're gonna get what they pay for.
2: And tell me about some of the courses here in the Atlantic, which are your favourite ones?
0: I'm not being biased. I work at Raw West London at the moment. <laughs> And for me, West London is the best designed golf course on the, on the island. Right. I haven't played Cyan Lane in a little while, but Cyan is, in terms of condition wise, manicured. Greens there are spectacular. So has probably the most breathtaking views.
3: Right. So, therefore,
0: you have something you know, each golf course to really look forward to.
3: So can you
2: tell me about, is it the Green Monkey?
0: Yeah, I've played it.
2: Outstanding. Right, can you explain about what the big deal is, first of all, and then like, let me know. There's all sorts of rumors about how you can actually get on and play golf there. Can you tell us a bit about that?
0: The big deal is, is very exclusive. If I am correct, it is something like $4,000 for the tea time. Yeah. It, yeah, it's not easy to get on. Obviously, as a professional, being in the, in the game, I've been invited a few times to play it. really is a spectacular golf course. People want to get on it because they can't get on it, if you understand what I'm saying.
2: Interesting. Yeah. An yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly. And if you, I mean, you can go play it. You just have to spend some time in a hotel. If you right. Were, if you're willing to spend that sort of money on a hotel room, then yes, you can get on so it. So if
2: you stay in the hotel, but yep. you get and to you play can, the golf for free?
0: No, not for free. You pay <laughs> $4,000. $4, yeah. No way. <laughs>
2: That's not yeah wow yeah. okay yeah. and how do you think that matches up to like your favourite one here at Royal West Portland? for
0: me it is a a longer course it's, it's actually it is a pretty good course actually and the, the difficulty of it really comes in the Bat 9 I played a Bat 9 and it, to me this batman is very difficult, but at the same time it's not exhausting. Yeah. So some golfers you play, you, you play and you just want to get off of it because it's just too difficult. It's difficult but not exhausting. Right. Say, yeah, it's just very nice golf course, Right. Yeah.
2: And what about somebody coming here that might not have played golf before? So maybe their their partner plays golf and maybe they're interested in getting started. Like any tips how the could go about that?
0: So, if the parties are playing golf and you're, say, the husband's coming to play golf and a golf trip with the boys and they bring the wives, wives can always come for a lesson here or at Apes Hill or at Silent Lane. We're small in Apes Hill, Lane. We're all out all, all, there, pros at each location yeah. that offer lessons. But I think the good part about that is that Bardus is home to nice spas, nice hotels, lovely beaches. I mean, while the guys are playing golf, the ladies, there's nothing short the ladies can find to do.
1: Life. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: right.
1: Life in Barbados.
2: So, this is a garage for your golf cart. Your golf cart. Uh, wow.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. But like, all of our cars are electric, um, so we... You know, everything we're doing, we're trying to be super responsible. Sure. It. I was
2: really intrigued to find out more about Apes Hill and where it fits into the Gulf ecosystem in Barbados. So I spoke with Kim Goddard of Apes Hill.
3: So Glenn Chamandy came to Barbados like 20 something years ago. He set up CEO and founder of Gildan Clothing. So they make garments, um, fabric, uh, T-shirts as their mainstay. They make tons and tons of T-shirts. So Glenn was down here. uh, He based the company for international sales out of Barbados and has been a big supporter of Barbados over the last 20 years. He has a beautiful home in Spikestown, which oddly enough was the first developer for Apes Hills Beach Club. Oh, right. And he wow. bought that and built his beautiful home there. So when it came up for sale, Glenn really wanted to kind of do something to get back to Barbados and do it in a way that felt right for him and kind of where he felt the market was going as well. And. So, whereas you know Westmoreland was very formal, Sandy Lane's even more formal. Yeah. You've been to Sandy Lane in the country club, yes. and yes, yep. so very, very formal, even like one more step formal than Westmoreland. He wanted to do it much more casual, a little younger placement, a okay. little more, it, a little more trendy, and kind of taking a more holistic approach to what we were doing. So and he, we, we felt, and it's proven to be true, that there is space in the market for people that don't want the dress code, sure. that don't want the formality of it, that um, would like there to be an ecological story to tie in, not just a playground for the lucky few that can be there. Sure. And also not to be as status-oriented. He kind of wanted it that you're here, Westmoreland's motto is proven, not promised. He wanted it to be more, there's nothing to prove. Like nice. that is, yes. if you see what I mean? That kind of vibe when we're when we're comparing and contrasting from a real estate standpoint, what we tend to use is a visual of two women walking down the street, and one of them is dressed head to toe. Looks abs- they're both gorgeous, but one is completely hair's done, makeup's on, Prada sunglasses, you know, beautiful designer outfit, high heels perfect, and that would be more the Westmoreland, the big Cartier watch yeah. dangling, whereas the Apes Hill person is probably no makeup, straight long hair, flip-flops, maybe a plain cotton dress. And nice. Both beautiful, but yeah. very different in their own way, Sure. and that personality-wise tends to divide our market pretty easily. Yeah. People will look at both of us, and then they'll find they're more comfortable in one space or another. Right now, with being so early on in the development, we are not getting the people that are super risk adverse because they need to see everything built and done sure even though glenn hit the parent company is plantation sanctuary inc or psi right so psi under glenn's group so he has a family bank that we report to and, and through and they're funding the operations here so um, right. the other probably big difference between sandy lane westmoreland and here is that we have a sustainable corporate structure, we have a board structure in place, whereas Westmoreland is one single shareholder who really, it's his kingdom. Oh, and, I did not know that, yeah, right? Just so one. wow. Westmoreland is owned by John Morfitt, who's from yes. the Lake District up in uh, Northern England, and he made his money uh, selling caravans.
2: So the history of Apes Hill is that it was only open for a short period of time a few years back. It was bought just before the pandemic and is now under full redevelopment. So with Apes Hill, you have the golf courses, the club with its extensive facilities and the real estate on site. It's family focused, fun, quirky, slick and a place to hang out, not just to come and play and leave again. It has more of a resort feel about it. It sounds very high end, but informal at the same time. And Kim said in several occasions that people are welcome to hit the course in their flip flops. As well as the 9 and 18-hole courses, there is a 12-kilometre gully trail and an outdoor gym as well as a huge fitness centre with a lap pool and offering things like yoga classes. There's even a reservoir if you fancy a spot of fishing. And not forgetting the spa. There seems to be a lot of thought going into the eco-friendliness and sustainability of the design, whether that is the irrigation of the course itself or the food they serve. They've just secured more land beside the estate, which is a farm, so that they can implement a farm-to-table menu throughout the resort. The views are unreal. It is inland, but on high land, so at certain points you can actually see the whole way down both coasts of the island, the west and the east. But Holtown is still only a 7 minutes drive away. In terms of golf in itself, they are using some very fancy tech to help people improve their game. I love the special touches or thought that has gone into things like the toilets out in the golf course, the floodlit nine-hole course so it can be used at night, the GPS tracking on the golf buggy so you can order a beer and burger wherever you are in the course and they will come find you and serve you, or the halfway house, which is halfway around the course, which has an outdoor kitchen, a sports bar and a lounge with stunning views across the course. The big question is, how can you get to play these courses and experience Apes Hill? Well, they are officially opening in November 2021. You either need to be living or vacationing at Apes Hill and membership comes as standard for those lucky people. Facilities are open to the member, spouse or partner, children, grandchildren and parents, making it a truly family affair. Members are also permitted to have guests use the facilities. The real estate development is under construction, so I'm sure opportunities for holiday rentals will become available in the near future.
1: Life in Barbados.
2: That's all for today's episode and hopefully that's given you some insight into Barbados as a golf destination. Whether you're a keen golfer, a partner of a golfer or interested in taking up golf, make sure you head on over to life-in-barbados.com where you will find details of how to follow my podcast so you don't miss an episode, leave a review, access my show notes for links to all the things I talked about on today's show. Thanks for listening.
1: Make sure you follow... Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. Go to life-in-barbados.com forward slash podcast.
2: If you've been enjoying Life in Barbados, you're going to want to check out my other show, The Bucket List. Each episode, I chat with locals, guides, and even some people I met along the way on various dream trips experience safari in Tanzania, road trips across the US and hiking across Australia's national parks just to mention a few of the episodes. Go to otherworldtravel.com forward slash podcast and remember to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes.